Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha, Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Mikey Meatballs, Eddie Spaghetti fiddling with the knobs. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. Fellas, big March Madness weekend down to four teams who no one really cares about. Um, I had people over for the grade eight games. Unfortunately, Martin Weiss couldn't make it. He's working the hardest working man in sports media right now. But, uh, Shaq, you were there. We watched Gonzaga UConn, except we never, never looked up at the screen. It wasn't a game. And the, the ones that are games feature teams that no one cares about. It's, uh, it's very sad, but this is where we are. Well, I, I hate to say, I told mm. you so. And I know it's just 2023 and it's not an indictment, I guess, of the annual tournament. But this is what I talk about all the time. I mean, who gives a good goddamn about? I mean, is this some gauge of who the best team in college basketball is in 2023? I mean, the season started four and a half months ago and we have the FAU flapper danks against the the Blue Jays of wherever the hell they're from. Um, hey, spoiler alert, whoever's playing, you're never going to hear from again unless you live in Greece or Israel or wherever they yeah. conduct Euro League basketball well, a year from now. You're right. But also go wow. ahead, Martin. You're also wrong because, you know, there are going to be some of these guys play. I don't know. I think we romanticize the past a little more. I get it. An upset isn't an upset like it used to be. And maybe we don't get back to that. But let's not forget. It was just last year where we had. UNC, Duke, Villanova, and Kansas in the Final Four. All right, so what do you, okay. what, uh, Martin, what do you have to say about this? Well, today's point about the only time you were going to remember these guys are in Greece or Israel or whatever, that was true at the start of the tournament. Yeah. Like, there was, like, Brandon Miller will be in the NBA. He'll be a star, but, like, the rest of the stars of these teams, like, the, the NBA talent wasn't here to mm-hmm. begin with uh, in terms of the high-end level that you're thinking of and when you're talking about, like, I imagine you're thinking, like, the Carmelo Anthony's of the world who came in as freshmen and ran right through the tournament all the way. Like, that doesn't – that's not happening, at least in this – when you got Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Henderson, they're the best two prospects, and they neither one of them played Yeah, I think there's, like, three prospects, uh, Victor being number one, coming from France. Maybe France should have the uh, March Madness. And Fr- maybe that would be a more competitive uh, tournament <laughs> that we should watch. But – I don't know, man. I I, I look at it. I, I still enjoy. By, by the way, I lost a lot of money, and I really don't care about San Diego State or Florida Atlantic. There's as a guy who leans on the favorites. There's no way I'm going to do well in a pool in a tournament like this, betting wise. But I, I still I, I try to check. I try to go with uh, see what the prevailing Twitter thought is on one side, and then the hench overreaction on the other side, uh, where you know where it's going to be upsets um, for the rest of history. And I try to land somewhere in the middle, but I don't know where this puts us. Well, but we've all been now, we've all been reduced to the thing that the, the, the you know, the stereotype that we always laugh about is like, oh, the one who doesn't watch in the office mm-hmm. pool, the the secretary who's never watched basketball is always inevitably the one who wins the pool. Like, that's who we all are now. We don't know, you know, it's mm-hmm. okay to admit that you don't know some things, even in our chosen field no, of isn't. sports. We don't know the FAU flapper We don't know their players. So 
I just find it unsatisfying that we're trying. I And it's not that it's the highest level. There are the snobs who say, like, I only watch the NBA. I only watch the NFL because I want to watch the very best at the sport. Obviously, I like certain certain college sports. I like lower level stuff. Um, I this one just it, it I maybe it's because the point I've been making for the last month that like the early '90s teams in college basketball we all understand would beat these mm. teams that we're watching now. Maybe that regression that our eyes tell us and like Martin just said, they're like we all know that the high end NBA talent is in the NBA already or they're not risking their bodies in this tournament and sustaining an injury. Well, there's something that, that is, it's like, it's fun. I love going out and day drinking. I love skipping work and sticking it to the man and, and gambling on these random teams, but we could very well just sit there and flip a coin and be just as satisfied by the result. Like nine out of the last 11 winners of this have been AP top three. I I don't think, look, I think we're going to get back to where the, the good teams do well. But on the other hand, I see what you're saying. Of course, it's going to be like this. Of course, a team like FAU has got like, you know, older players and played together are going to do better against the teams that are just replenishing one and dones, you know, over and over and over. But this is what happens, I guess, Martin, when the NBA picks the carcass of the NCAA, right? It's not, I don't think it's the NBA. I think it's everywhere else. Like, overtime elite didn't exist 10 years ago. The G League in the way it is now didn't exist 10 years ago, right? So, like, if I'm a player and I can say, oh, I can either go to, you know, like like Ben Simmons went to LSU because he got a bag to go there, right? Like, like, that's not necessarily reported in fact, but that's why he went. That's why someone who's going to be the number one overall pick goes to a team that's not barely going to qualify if they did, and they didn't actually for the NCAA tournament. But now if I'm Ben Simmons and all I want to do is get paid, there's a lot easier ways to do it that don't involve me going to class and sleeping in a dorm room, right? Like I can, I can go a lot of different. So that's really what it boils down to. You had the the bottleneck beforehand of college leading into pros. That bottleneck is widened now. And that's why you, and plus too, if you're getting money in college, like all North Carolina kids who went to the national title the year before, Mm -hmm. right? Didn't make the tournament this year. They're all coming back again anyway. Like Baycott and uh, uh, Love is transferring. Oh, like yeah, all those players around. were international title game because they're getting paid already to stay. Well, that well that that's so what that's, helps, right? The, you know, it's, the, it's just, that's without the NIL, the NCAA doesn't have a chance because if you're not paying these players to stick around, why the hell would anyone stick exactly. around? But to your point, I'm looking at a bunch of mock drafts I have for the you know for uh, when when the hell is the draft June? Uh, I know it's during the finals, but uh, so and it's been like this for a while. But like yeah. half the top ten projected are not coming from colleges or certainly not anyone in this tournament. Um, you got, like I said, there's two fellas from France. You got Victor up top. You got um, two G leaguers. There's two from overtime elite. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that makes up the top 12. So that I think is not going to change. I think you're going to get, you're not going to get uh, somehow there's two guys from Arkansas. And I knew this, they were supposed to have three pros eventually right there in the top 10 or 12, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I hope it goes back to where we see some some of the better teams, some of the teams you're following all year in the final four. I, I think we'll get there. 
we have to open we have to open our minds a little bit. We're only limited by our, our own imaginations mm. after all. We celebrated a week ago the WBC, this newfangled oh, yeah. tournament that it's easy to be cynical about, especially if you're a Metropolitan's uh, fan as you watch or uh, an Astros fan and you watch one of your stars go down for the long term. Uh it's a but we you know there these things matter and they rise up and they resonate because of bird v magic and then the big east emerges along with the acc in the 80s and then march madness becomes central in our sports fans lives perennially maybe it's dimming a little bit i know it was just a year ago that those blue mm-hmm. bloods all played each other but with nil i think first of all in terms of um you know x's and o's in basketball a paradigm shift is taking place as long as this NIL stuff continues and the best players are gone after their freshman year at best. I think the old rhetoric about like, you got to have good veteran guard play to succeed in March madness. Maybe it is. You see San Diego state and FAU and um, my, if you can really beef up on the front and get like 23 and 24 year old guys, to go head to head with 19 year old kids. There is a legitimate yeah. strength. I'm watching, I'm um, watching San Diego Ingrid, state. You know? and I'm like, this is a team who screws up everybody's offense. They take everybody out of the flow. And and that's why Creighton scored 23 points in the second half. It's their defense, the smothering defense. Some of these teams, upperclassmen, you're right, are playing. And that's, what's keeping everybody in that. like UNC yeah. is anomalous. Cause they had Baycott going into right. the season and you figure, well, he's a player that, and Purdue goes out with Edie early, but for the most part, yeah. If you have the vets who can physically beat up a bunch of college yep. kids, you know, it, again, it's a, not but your anyway, pit team, the imagination, not your pit team, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, they, they were, I mean, you know, I, I uh, nobody cares about a deep dive on them, but I mean, you can kind of see how that team could have maybe gone to like a final Listen, eight. You see Miami in there. There's not yeah, much but of a difference. Did. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you, you can see well, how, course, that, yeah. how, how those, Florida, those things can happen. How teams yeah. can sneak now, through. Now, right. I will say this. Um, if your whole thing, you know what my pushback is going to be on this? That doesn't determine the best team. You got to be careful because your Penguins, it looks like it is going to be that they're going to play the Bruins in the first round. I feel like they're going to get in. And then you have to be careful. I know if of course you're going to root for the penguins, but that kind of illegitimizes this whole NHL playoff. So be careful. No, no, no. I can no have way. my cake and eat it too no on way. this subject. I, I said before the Steelers won the super bowl, super bowl 40 as a six seed. I said, I didn't like it that you, that the, these uh, marginal teams get into the mix and then run the table. It undermines. All right. Well, the let's tournament. see how much you don't like I still it. Say Wait, that. Let's see I still if you're say singing that. songs about the penguins. If they're in the third spaghetti, spaghetti, saying, let's remember well, this. You yeah, can't I, have it both ways. I certainly will. And I like the, I like the miracle on ice All too. Right. Now, Liz, I like real upsets, but what, what, what I was just going to say is to flow. The miracle on don't ice. There's no regular season in the miracle on ice. You, you, you saw your season. We know all we need to know about who Sal, the best teams Sal, are. We don't, people don't like, people don't like hearing about hockey, please. Now, listen, the, uh, well, let's talk about that in just a second. Well, the only thing I'm going to say <laughs> right, is we could move on. I, what I hated yeah. in the Olympics in 1988, <laughs> the result of the result of Seoul in 88 hmm. begat the dream team. That was fine as a one-off, but we do need to return to uh, your point about France we need a an a true international tournament of kids that age. It's not you don't need to send That's LeBron fine. and everybody else. Let's let's if it's not the Olympics, so be it. Wouldn't it be nice to see? I mean, it is a global mm-hmm. sport at more than pretty much any other. I would like to see 
They already like have France has and Brazil like has have. and all the rest against the yeah. U.S. 18 how you, to 21. That's how Scoot Henderson yeah. and Victor Wembanyama played against yeah. each other. They played Scoot. Scoot played for the men's national, the U.S. national team for like under 18. Yeah, it's not as he big as we'd France. like it to be. So, but anyway, all right. Let me uh, quickly mention as far as our extra points mortgage madness pool goes, I'm not paying anyone's mortgage. First of all, I don't have enough money to do it, even if I wanted to now after this uh, shellacking I took this weekend. But also. Uh, nobody was perfect through the first weekend. We know that. So it's a thousand dollars first prize entering final four weekend. Alan Scarabello, 750 points. Jim B confirmed, not Jim Beheim. He, uh, I, I mentioned that on against all odds. And then he came back to us on Twitter. He's like, no, 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 this is not Jim Beheim. He's in second place and hot sizzle is in third and baby face. Joel Solomon's not with us, but it looks like he's going to come in first and Mark Gunnels is going to come in last. Everybody drawing dead here. Uh, so he's going to have to figure out a cap of consequence. Baby faces. What did I just say about the the person who knows nothing winning the whole thing? <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, then there's the Harrys of the world. It's like, oh, I'm never gonna win a bracket because I pick all underdogs. Like, and then he can't, you know, he's a, now he's bragging that he's ahead of all of us because he's gonna come in third amongst the staff. I'm like, no, 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 no. You already said you you played your cards. You said you won't fill it out seriously. You pick all underdogs. So once out of 40 years, you are right. So we're not, we're not gonna uh, validate that at all. Now, let's talk about Lamar Jackson. Sheck, would you do you mind talking about Lamar Jackson? He requested a trade. I mean, I guess you can drag me into this conversation. Wait, does he play for the pit? Does he play for the Penguins? Or on the because I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Because uh, this somehow will relate the back Penguins to Penguins should problem. offer him something. Somebody needs to offer him anything at this point. But apparently he requested <laughs> a trade in early March. And now there are odds up uh by a competing book. I won't well, it's not even a I don't know what this is, but there are odds on where he will end up and the Colts are favored. I'm going to pull these up. I know like the Panthers and Falcons, I believe are 10 to one. All right. So now here are the odds that um, com- so- somebody posted here, but it's sort of reputable. I don't know. I-, I believe in this Colts plus 225 to land Lamar Jackson. If he is traded Patriots plus 450 Falcons, six to one lions plus 650 bucks, eight to one jets, nine to one. Then you have the Panthers and commanders, Titans, Packers, Dolphins, 10 to one. Uh, Martin, start us off. Let's pick, you know, up until now, I thought he's going to stay with the Ravens and that's going to be that. And this is going to be a lost season for everybody. But I now truly think he's going to move on, um, or sit or something. I do think we see him in a different uniform come September. What's your pick out of the ones I listed, or maybe there's somebody else. So when I was just thinking, uh, you know, I was thinking about this right before we started, Dave always compares Kyle Shanahan to drawing Mm. butter. And I was trying to think of an analogy because, like, how many? Because th- we do this all. We do this like the last few shows. If Lamar would be great in Atlanta, or he'd be a great fit in this. Lamar will be great almost anywhere in mm-hmm. the league. Great, he's a really, really good quarterback, and it's not like they're playing different football other places. He'd be the best one that they've had since Andrew Luck walked mm-hmm. in there, like, you know, at going in that route. Like, I think it would be a great spot for him to go to Indianapolis, although which is ridiculous. Like, I'm pretty much guaranteed for every hour I work, I get paid for that hour. I wouldn't think it was going to be anything yeah. different. Well, and I'm not nearly as good as Lamar Jackson, but I would think Indianapolis would probably be, I would still think Atlanta's the best fit. Indy's a great fit for him, but uh, with the news that Brock Purdy's the leader in the mm-hmm. clubhouse. Go get him, really? Kyle Shanahan. Go make fifteen it. to one. I'm go seeing for that. Go get, go get him. The and win problem the Super with Bowl. that is, the I think if Kyle Shanahan is drawn butter, right? He's the main event there. Lamar Jackson is like fondue. 
right? And it's like, oh man, why do we have to compare? They're both so great, right? Uh, Drawn Butter is going to lose credit <laughs> if Fondue comes in or and vice versa, Shaq, right? So Kyle Shanahan is That's not it. keeping his legacy going as the quarterback whisperer if he brings in a great quarterback, right? Well, like I said a couple of weeks ago, yeah, more accurately, I suppose Charm City is crab cake, so he would be a delicious crab cake. To Lamar Jackson coming sense. over, but yeah. either way, yes, a steak. I get, I, I get the uh, metaphor. Is it that that's what we're doing here? But either way, yeah, I mean, if you're the Niners, I absolutely think, boy, that guy in this offense, who's beaten us. But I think they with Darnold and the draft pick of Lance and, and the emergence of Purdy a year ago, I think maybe I could be, I certainly could be proven wrong. They, maybe they could trade Lance to Baltimore for a reboot in, in that football town. You still need um, these first I, rounders. This is what's handcuffed everyone. Once you franchise Lamar, you can't change the terms, right? The Baltimore can't be like, all right, we'll take a better one than the two ones that they could. They yeah, could? no, they they could. You no, don't. Okay. You're not yeah. obligated to do the what they have done with the this level of tag with the two picks they yeah. get back. Um, that's not the standard of a trade. That's not the asking price necessarily. But it's I close. bet you Baltimore would well, back off. I, I, well, that is true. Uh, I mean, yes. it's going to be a heavy hit. You know, he's I mean, he's a guy who um is you know 26 and all that but you know it's become problematic and and as you i mean you know well the the ask will be less and less we're in march 28th and as lamar you know threatens to sit or whatever or makes his you know his intentions known more and more then the ask is less from baltimore as there are fewer and fewer or no offers coming in the guaranteed money is less for lamar so Two weeks from now, this could be look very different than the Deshaun Watson deal. Well, also, the thing you keep hearing about is, and there are people who say, and I've gone back and forth on social media with people smarter than I about contracts. As you know, I don't love math. But still, the idea that because a team has contractual rights to a player, therefore they hold all the cards, ignores the variable of sure. a human being being behind that contract. Lamar Jackson because the Ravens control him and therefore he only has so much latitude with that, his leverage is, well, I'm not yeah, showing up. If now he's what not are you happy, do? then you don't, then then you don't have, have a quarterback. A, doesn't matter how little you're paying I like him. when people want to argue with this with me, it's as though, do you not think that, that or do you not remember Levy and Bell? You just yeah, sit out. Right. That's how, that's how you do it. Like you don't, you don't show right. up and now the team the is lost thing is leverage. The ne- they the don't want nothing then for is you. not as uh, impressed with you. I think if you do that, right? Like uh, you, you slap your old boss in the face, but uh, here's your desk starting on Monday, but I don't, yes. All right. So Shaq, you had said the Falcons a few weeks ago, you sticking with that? I'm going to stick with it. I do think the Colts make a ton of sense. I think New England, it's funny. I said on Monday's minus three, we wrapped with Aaron Nagler talking all things Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. And right as we go, right as we ended there, I said to Spaghetti, you know, the Patriots and Lamar Jackson, you want to get back to being relevant, Belichick, make that splashy move. And there was some buzz two, three years ago, if you remember, that he liked the pivot from uh, in the pocket, Brady to a newfangled kind of QB. There is some sense there. I'm going to stick with the Falcons. It just makes so much sense in so many different okay. ways. And you could literally win the NFC South. If you're the all bar, blank and company have to do is look at that and say like, 
we get Lamar Jackson in 2023, we would be the favorite to win well, that division. I like your thinking about the division. And by the way, I wonder if you could just bet, will he go to a South team, whether it's the Colts and the AFC or Atlanta Dude, that's, or yeah, that's true for so that's true yes. for a lot of yeah. teams. Oh, exactly. Like more oh, than just the, the NFC Falcons. for sure. Like if Lamar Jackson went there, they'd win the division. Yeah. Vikings. I think that's true for uh, a lot. Forty Niners, as you mentioned, anybody they're gonna they're favored to win anyway. But I'll I'll stick. Uh, I'll see your NFC South call and I'll raise you. Panthers check. Big big. I love that too. Trade the eve of the draft. They everybody lambast them for giving up too much. With the Chicago Bears, that trade to get to number one, guess what? You could turn that number one overall pick around, make it two number ones, one for last, next year, one for this year. They trade back, and they get Lamar Jackson. They give a nice bounty to the Ravens now, get that number. Wow. And then the Panthers are favored. But I will say this. Caesars came out with these team win totals. I know you went over this, Sheck, uh, yesterday. I don't want to go over all of them, but let's go over our teams here. Uh, my Cowboys nine and a half. That makes about that makes sense. Wild card last year, wild card this year probably. Check eight and a half for your Steelers. I know you don't like that because you got to live with this Tomlin thing. Everything's nine and eight, but I see eight, seven, and two. You know, you're always good for a tie in there. So I think eight and a half. It's about right. <laughs> you don't see no eight wins for a team that last year won uh, nine with a rookie QB uh, and their best player. And also one of the five best non-quarterbacks in pro football oh, out for half I, a year. They won nine games that I, I year. I can't wait if to see. I can't wait to see how now, much you're putting on this. They don't get the yeah, nine. I can't wait to see how much you're betting on this short thing. They, I mean, listen, injuries happen <laughs> between now and the start of football season. But, you know, that asterisk <laughs> notwithstanding, and obviously you have to apply it. This is as close to a lock as you could get 11 of the last 17 season totals. The Steelers have gone over whatever yeah, that number everyone makes is. it kind of lowish. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, listen, that's the entirety of the Tomlin yep. run, right? I mean, they're going to go over eight and a half wins. What All are right. we talking about? What, what are we well, talking about? I was going to say, you say injuries yeah. happen unless Mike Tomlin gets hurt. They'll probably finish above right. eight wins. Right. I mean, they will. Yeah. You always crazy. have a tie, though. Yeah, Mark, let's talk about these Saints. This nine is the weird and a one. half. I know you're down on Derek Carr, but nine and a half, the prohibited favorite to win that NFC South we talked about. Nine and a half. There are a bunch of teams with nine and a half, mine included, but only five higher than nine and a half projected wins as your Saints have. Wow. <laughs> this, I can't wait to take oh, the Oh, really? Under. You don't have to wait. I can't do it wait. Right to now, do it. Caesars. Oh, well, Caesars Sportsbook. Go to it. Oh, well, I do have to wait because in case you've missed it, my college basketball betting has oh, been yeah. so atrocious. I'm going to need a yeah. paycheck <laughs> before I yeah, can gamble again. But, uh, but yeah, no, this seems like winning nine, what, 10, get, 10 mm -hmm. wins? I understand. They, they think, okay, the Falcons, the Panthers, mm -hmm. and, the, and the Buccaneers are not exactly the murderer's row. Uh, you figure, you, can, yep. you know, I figured the odds makers figure they're getting, you know, five wins out of it. I don't think right. so. I don't see it. Like, I think Atlanta will be better by the time football season starts. And if Carolina does what you just suggested, yeah. Sal, that's madness. And I would be all in well, on that. Well, here's team. my suggestion now. Uh, so, okay, so the Colts are favored to land Lamar Jackson, right? And they're over under a six and a half, which you could think you're an expert or you have an edge on the six and a half. But guess what? That's a number. And you have a 50-50 chance of winning if you go over or under, right? But if they sign Lamar Jackson... 
You're looking at eight or nine, right? He's he's it's at least I this is exactly over. what the question do it for I've four written teams. down. Do it I, for the Panther, whoever Martin mentioned, like do it. I know the Niners is already high, but if they got Lamar Jackson, but these teams that are six and a half with a shot to get Lamar, go over right now. That's my question for you. I, I wrote that down off of Let me uh, see what the you wrote conversation down. spaghetti yeah. and I well, I can't turn the All computer right. around. But anyway, the uh the uh the um, after Spaghetti and I talked about this, the Jets getting Rodgers yes. is baked into Fully. the into these yep. division winners and these yep. win totals, and and obviously, you know, if the Jets have Rodgers, that that should ding the Bills' win total and mm-hmm. so on. So this is exactly what I was curious about. Is this a good wager to make in your expert opinion, Sal? Counsel, which one? Um, those of us who are curious about. If you think if you have a vibe that like Lamar Jackson is going to land in the NFC South, doesn't it make sense then to go bet the Falcons right now? Because it's only going to get worse for you. The the yeah. uh, the odds are going to get shorter for them to win a division. Their win total is going to go up and all of that. Right. But the Jets are not a good play. Correct. I mean, messing with the AFC, East, those numbers are kind of baked in where where those teams stack against each other is where they are. Unless you think Lamar Jackson is going to go to the New England, uh, to the Patriots, and then that also yes. is uh, going to mess value, things around. Value right? wise, if you're 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 keen on him going to the Panthers, three to one odds, Falcons plus three eighty. Don't forget the Bucks sent, spend money too, plus four sixty. Any of those South teams? Yes, that now's the time to jump. Stay away from the Saints at plus one twenty, even though they're the best bet right now with Derek Carr. But I'm saying, yeah, over-unders, you're going to win that Colts bet by two games if you're uh, right on that, mm-hmm. you know? And you might be right anyway, just at the six and a half. So, uh, yeah. Oh, boy, I love it. We're talking about anything. This, this, we don't have to talk about Florida Atlantic, for God's sakes. Uh, let's take a break. <laughs> and then, uh, unfortunately, we're going to have to talk about Florida Atlantic. We'll be right back. Your very first bet with Caesars Sportsbook, it's on Caesars. Just sign up with promo code OmahaFull, O-M-A-H-A-F-U-L-L. Then place your first bet. If you win, great. You keep your winnings. But if your first bet loses, you'll receive your stake back as a bonus bet. You have a gambling problem in Arizona? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino. Call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all... 
It's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, real quick on the college basketball, because we we hammered it pretty good, I think, in the first 10 minutes. But the odds for the final four, and we'll make our picks on Thursday. Uh, UConn minus 120, San Diego State 4-1, to one, Florida, Miami, uh, sorry, Miami plus 450, Florida Atlantic plus 625. Uh, Martin, your take on the Creighton game. Were you working? Were you doing radio for the end of that uh, Creighton game, or was that right before you went on? Creighton, San Diego State. I was... Uh... It was uh, right before okay. I went on. So Nebhard fouls Darren so I, Trammell from behind. It's similar to the Eagles. It really is Eagles Chiefs. I'll say it. You know, everybody with the, you know, anticlimactic and everything else, we were robbed of an overtime. But it, it all it all tracks. It's all the same. But it was a foul. He did grab him. Uh, I think the worst part was afterwards. Well, these kids can't celebrate because there's a 10 minute meeting trying to figure out if the ball went out of bounds, if there's time <laughs> left and all that crap. But Martin, what were your thoughts on the foul? I just, as soon as it happened, I fell out. Of, I fell off the chair You did because I had a sizable bet oh, yeah. on Creighton and I had a, a, a future on Creighton for, that was placed on November 6th. Uh, I felt great about it. November yep. 6th. And a Creighton future from must have been from I had the same one for TCU. So it was probably the day that we did a college basketball preview. I sat there and placed the bets. So I'm sitting here thinking somehow, some way I might be able to come out on the plus side of this disastrous weekend in which you offered me my rent paid for six months. If I got <laughs> anything right now, I got you absolutely for none eight? of it. Right? I said, just go, just, just pick the final four. There's uh 16 teams left. Pick it and I'll give you rent for six months. I don't think you won any. Right? Yes, I did. Oh, for eight. <laughs> it's hard, Shaq. Oh, for eight. It's really hard. But foul or no foul? Oh, for I eight. mean, that's I mean, wild. The reverse sweep, I feel like should be should be given a pat you, on the back or made, something. Like this no, yeah, yeah, it is. You have to pay Sal's mortgage for the next. <laughs> Somebody six has to. I don't know how I'm staying afloat. Well, yeah, always put a five dollar. Once I get my three dollars back, Sal, it's I, on, got you. I saw it but, the other day. I mean, the, the Shaq's three dollars is on top of the uh, white erase board or white whatever you call it there. Yeah, but. In terms of the foul, like it was a foul, and I felt like it was. I just at the time, I was just like, God damn it, what a no, dumb and foul! You, and you what knew it wasn't going in do. either, foul or not. That that shot wasn't going in. It not did, a didn't chance. really hinder didn't have the a shot. I don't think. In. I don't think. But Shaq, same kind of thing. Swallow your whistle. You know, let it go. There weren't a lot of fouls called uh, during the game. As far as like the Elite Eight games, I think there was the fewest amount of fouls called in any game out of those. And so to call one there is rough, but I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm torn because I had San Diego state to not make the final four. And you can imagine what kind of vig I'm laying there, but also Harry had Creighton to go far and I can't have, um, I, I can't have that monstrosity running around flapping his gums. Um, cause that was bad. So I didn't know what to pick. You're right, but I, I just want to celebrate Blue Jays, Aztecs. I mean, this is what it's all about. Who knows any about anything about any of these? Things? Anyway, who cares? But uh, but yes, to the foul, we make a lot of fun of soccer yeah. in the once every four years. And some of us watch it, and then people follow it. We always laugh at the guys who flail about when they get touched, and it's a penalty and the terrible acting mm. and all of that. But that's the lesson here. It is the reaction of the alleged victim mm -hmm. that matters to referees more and more. And that is not just college basketball, You, but you've seen it a number of times in this tournament. But obviously, in any sport you want to talk about, the reaction you give when touched, that did not... I, I submit, as a conspiracy theorist wannabe, um, 
I feel like if you look at that play, did it affect the shot? No, but did but did the shooter react as though it damaged well, the shot? I, yes, you know, the, and that's I will what say, draws the ref. The we were talking about this on against. I mean, the hand on his yeah, ribs. Yeah, but is the, that the, that to the ref's the credit, he, he was right on it. It wasn't like a late whistle. Like it was right there, and he was right. You right. know, it's like you knew right away he was calling the foul. So that. I don't think there was the lag. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I know selling it is a big part of uh, things here. But here, here's the thing. Guys, we learned this. Everybody on this podcast learned this at a very young age. Our parents instilled this in us. Just keep your hands to yourself. If everybody keeps their hands to themselves, right, Martin? We don't have this uh, problem with officiating or anything, right? It's just a nice flow of a game of football I, I, and everything else. Just nobody touch anybody. I tend to agree. <laughs> I tend to agree. Had Dev Hardy put his hand up. And that's, you know what, to your point, though, especially after you get beat. Yeah. Once you get beat, you can't do nothing good right. from behind them. You just let, you got to let it. That's why you got four of the guys out right. on the court. But like, absolutely. That's why basketball shorts need pockets. If he just put his hands in his pockets. Right. You know, we still, Creighton still be You know what's going right to get now. me crazy? Just do like Sal and keep keep one hand down yes. your pants. And he's all left hand on the basketball. When you play basketball out on the hard top with him, he's no. all left handed. And the other one uh, is buried actually, down in his balls. Both and that's hands it. down the pants and try to dribble with your chin. One of your chins. That's my, uh, that's how I do it. <laughs> I'm just going to put this out for you, the Bill Simmons and the, uh, and the, you know, I'm on a separate text chain where there everybody's poo-pooing this tournament. I get it. It was terrible this year. But let's just remember Simmons and Hench and everybody. When you say these guys are nobodies, but when Baylor Shireman gets drafted in the second round, 52nd pick, whatever, by the Celtics, uh, the Creighton uh, shooting guard, don't don't pretend like you're you're discovering this guy for the first time. Okay. He did come from a school that was in the tournament and he's not, he's like, Oh, off the bench. He scored eight points. Like, yeah, that's not your guy. If you hate the tournament and you hate these schools, then you hate Baylor Shireman and he's not yours. All right. I don't even know if that makes sense. That, Duncan yeah. Robinson was the uh, number one definition yes, of that example of for me. Oh, who's came from D three to right. nowhere. It's like, I saw this guy in the final four. I saw him in the elite eight. I yep. was there. I watched it. All right. I watched him shoot 40% from three in Let's college. It must be some revelation. I went on uh, Ryan Rossillo's uh, show a month or two ago, and he brought this up. Oh, this really, He's vexed. I'm sorry for the name drop. He's vexed Jeez. by his pal Simmons's uh, ignorance of college basketball. It is super weird, but I guess it's like a gift, isn't it? Like if you only watch the highest level, same thing with the NFL and you ignore college football, it must be some revelation. Like, Who's this guy? What the guy who won the Heisman yeah. Trophy? Like you know, you never seen well, him play before. Here's the great thing about, about these guys who are proud of whatever. I get it. We have kids or whatever. You have obligations, so if you have to give sure. up Saturdays for football, I, I get it. But don't then hope for the sport to suck because you don't watch it, right? Like they don't want to make it like they're missing out on anything, and that's what it is with college basketball. It's like who are these players? Who are these? A bunch of nobodies. Nobody makes the pros. Blah 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 blah. It's like yeah, all right, because you don't watch it, so now it's validated, right? Right? Because you don't watch. But anyway, uh, enough of that. So let's talk about this NBA where everything's great, right? Uh, Embiid, Embiid, <laughs> Jokic, uh, neck and neck for MVP. Um, as of this morning, both now minus 125, whereas Embiid last week and the week before took a huge lead odds wise on Caesars. He was like minus 270, Martin, I think is the highest he was over he Jokic. Was. But then he decides to sit. And maybe it's coach's decision against Denver. I called this game a week ago. I'm like, this is going to be a big one. Embiid against Jokic on Monday. And then Sunday, he goes up against Giannis uh, this coming Sunday. He sits. He sits the matchup against Jokic. And Denver wins 116-111. 
And uh, the big Serb goes 25, 17, and 12. And I know the Sixers are like, all right, we're in third place. We don't really have to win anything. We're not going to get second. We're not going to get fourth. But Martin, why not just sit the Phoenix game? He played Saturday against Phoenix. Sit that game. Like it really, it, 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 I don't know. It sticks out if you sit the game against Jokic. Well, it just sucks. Like, stop sitting. You're just play. Yeah. Like, just who? Just go who? Like, just go play. I, I, I don't think that Embiid was ducking Jokic. I really don't. I, but I just, it's just, it's just, do you get no benefit of the doubt right yeah. now in the league? Because everybody's, because all the load management is so pervasive and nobody will say, hey, actually ask somebody, a couple guys, like, more people come out and be like, yo, Lamar Jackson did yesterday. I requested a trade. The Ravens didn't trade me. Like, I want to play. They they won't play me. Like, load management, they keep sitting me on the bench. I'd rather right. play. And he told me, basically, that the reason why they do that is so personal reasons stay Who personal reasons, right? Who's so that telling way, like, you? If you need to miss time, like, Andrew Who's Wiggins, telling you this? Oh, I asked David okay. McMenamin. I asked David McMenamin. So I don't have no problem. Today. You know, I'm thinking well, off yeah, the record. Humble brag. Yeah, but really. Somebody who would have better knowledge than well, me. Yeah, but here's a check. I know, like, the, well, you the MVP is, uh, you know, it's all over the place, right? NFL, NBA, and we make more of it because it's not – I brought it up before. Like, Coach of the Year, Belichick won once in 10 years. LeBron won MVP once in nine years or something. So it's kind of stupid. But the one thing that's consistent, no one playing fewer than 70 games has won MVP since 1978. So that's 45 years. So they consider this. And that's 14 missed games for Embiid. Like, uh, and even Perk – who <laughs> called out people for being racist for considering Jokic because he plays more games said he'll now consider this when voting for MVP. So I don't know. This is a, this is tough. This is tough. He should have sat the Saturday. Are the game. honorifics enough of a penalty or taking them away from people that don't show up to play some minimum standard of games enough. It's probably a financial hit that, that, that ultimately is going to do it, but that's murky waters you're getting into. How long is it going to be? You know, we, we lament that the NBA guys are doing this and it's not a heavy contact sport. Obviously people point out physical more than people give it credit for being, but anyway, Giannis, play, Giannis plays a much more physical with, game than Jokic. I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. So, sure, all right. Sure. I, 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 you even sure, weigh but that I, in, but my yeah. point is if the NBA guys are not going to, we can wring our hands and this isn't good. And we're fans and we pay money mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And but it doesn't change anything, and you and the league lets it get away. How long till NFL guys start doing never more and more it. and more of this? You, you would never say people it. are very upset about Lamar Jackson, the whispers, the insinuation. Like I think maybe he could have played in those last couple of games, and he was playing a game here. Like the wheels could come off of all this stuff, and like if when you're when you're putting your body in legitimate harm's way, at least it would be more justifiable. In and pro I football don't think you'd say than it. it would be I, in basketball. I, I, it's so we, outrageous that this week goes 18, on. If they're neck and neck, Mahomes and Josh Allen for MVP and they play each other, you, you're just not seeing Josh Allen sit that game. You're just not. I, 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 well, but then they do. do like, we we kind of like watch it. I guess we're frogs in the water. We've watched this in week 18. But if you, you do know that head-to-head -head matchup, I mean, this playoffs. is Embiid against Yoga. If it's it's head-to-head, -head, it's one, right? If it's if it's uh, Jets and Texans, it's another thing. I'm sorry, Bills and Texans, it's another thing. But I, I just don't I get it. I hate yeah. it. I don't know what the solve is, though, aside from, like, if you don't, don't meet man. this stand, like, let 
building into the contracts a minimum standard of games. But of course, these are human beings who might actually be hurt. So you can't say like you're lying about the 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 the, the uh, uh, severity like, of your injury. I, I, like I, I, that's not a solution I like football either. Better. I'll always like it better. It's a better product. But the, with these guys sitting, like the Pacers sat their whole team. People were betting on these games. Uh, Brother Brian had big money on the Pacers last night over the Mavericks. First of all, he thought that Luca uh, was sitting because he had his 16th uh, tech, and then they rescinded that a couple hours before the game. But his bet was already in, and then the Pacers <laughs> sit. Uh, Martin, their whole squad and the Mavs who can't beat anyone whip them by like 20 or something, 22. So these guys sitting, I don't know. You just, the, the tanking and all, you, you don't see it in football. God bless Lovey Smith doing what he did week 18. You just don't, you don't see it in football. I, I just, that, that's what I like it so much. Now, by the way, we're not looking good. Uh, Martin, our, our bet against uh, Mark Gunnels and Shaq for the Lakers to make the playoffs. Now they lost to the Bulls, a bad game. But and that's log jam between seven and twelve is is crazy. There's like uh, eight teams in there. But I saw somewhere Lakers yes, minus three sixty to make the play, and that it's it, it's unlikely they drop out of the ten at this point, right? It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. However, still holding out <laughs> hope. Patrick Beverly said he came out to ruin the that Lakers season. They play Chicago again. So I don't know. Maybe LeBron will still be mm -hmm. too small in that matchup. But uh yeah, it's gonna be tough for them to miss the play in. But I it kind of feels like the first year when he or the year that they played Phoenix in the yeah. first round and that he came back from injury. I don't know how great he, I don't know how I just don't I don't I just still look at this roster. I don't think it's great. The last the last four, four or five games, I've had to hear about how great Austin Reeves is when he's shooting. 15 yeah, free throws stop. a game. Yeah. Like, you know, what roster like, do you sorry. look at though that you do like in the West? Like with that, that my yeah. pushback to any like when you focus in Sacramento. on one team in the West, you're like, ah, oh, they're not that good. But yeah, I mean, I like, yeah, I mean, I like the Suns roster. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm not wild by any team in that uh, on that side of the Yeah, bracket, that's right? the only thing about the West. Right. That's yeah, what I'm, I mean. You're you're, you're making we're making fun of we're making they, fun of San Diego count. State making the final four, and you might see Sacramento in the NBA finals. So just be careful with the, with all this. It just might be, this is the COVID year, right? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say about this Lakers? I don't know. Uh, there's another thing here. Oh, there's a Bradley Beal incident. You see this here? Wizards guard Bradley Beal under police investigation after a post game incident with a fan in Orlando. Now here's what happened. The fan claimed to have lost a bet. Right, uh, it's a 122-112 road loss to Orlando last week, and uh, as Beal and the Wizards were exiting the court, the fan yells at, yells out to Beal, "You made me lose thirteen hundred dollars, you f blank blank blank." Is that just the f word? I guess right. If it's four letters, yeah. You made me lose thirteen hundred dollars, mm -hmm. you f. And Beal turns around, walks towards a friend of the man, and swats his uh, right hand towards him, knocks the man's hat off contacts the left side of his head. Now there's an investigation uh, about the altercation. There's enough to charge him with probable cause. There's enough probable cause to charge him with battery. Um, and the man was heard apologizing, saying he didn't mean to offend them, all that. What a mess, Sheck. What do we do about this? And it, he didn't is gambling ruining sports? <laughs> My God, maybe Woj is right. He's so right, isn't he? Uh, I mean, I, I think your earlier point is exactly right. I mean, Beal needs to keep both those <laughs> keep hands down his hands pants. Yourself. That's it. I mean, it's outrageous. Um, 
it, it is funny that the it, it is a, a gambling story is what it's turned right. into as though players haven't engaged with with fans and gotten into this thing somehow the residents of Mount Pius are going to turn it into exactly what you just mm-hmm. joked about that, that whoa just like see told yeah. you so it's not evidence of anything it's I mean you can yell and be snarky at that what the big takeaway that's funny is is that when fans do that the people who they think they have a uh some separation from as soon as you like, what the hell are you doing? So, I didn't mean any yeah, offense yeah. by that. Well, then why'd you do it then? You didn't mean any offense by right. it. I love that. The back down is like, oh, you got a reaction from from the from the big time athlete? Like, oh, but I'm a big fan of his. And no, yeah. I don't know why oh, he was upset. Because no, you chided him. That's it's why. It's like computer <laughs> cowards, but you got your seat and you don't expect the guy to right, come after exactly. you. Martin, what is the appropriate amount if you lose a bet that you could go after a player and yell at him? This is this is $1,300. <laughs> I say if you lost anything more than 8 or $9, you have a, a right to say something. So this, this is the type of situation where I think that, see, I have been punched in the face before. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, while I don't go out and advocate going out and trying to get punched in the face, <laughs> I think you learn a valuable lesson in getting punched in the face. And it's just that at any moment in time, you can get punched in the face. Right. right? So like this guy, you're talking to six, six Bradley Beal is a professional athlete. And he's yeah, sure. He's got a nice reach though. Everybody's got a good reach in the NBA. They can get, they can get into the second row. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like the, the idea that I would swear, because I, I do think, I think it only has three dashes in this ESPN yeah. report, but I have a feeling that he was making that it was more Those slur two than, dashes? Just, uh, than just than just swear dashes. Uh, yeah, I think I think it, I think I think we had a two syllable word there because I uh, think that's what okay. gets you to turn around and right, be like, right, right. "Who said right. what to me?" Exactly. Um, in that mm-hmm. regard, thirteen hundred um, a lot though, man. But you're crazy. <laughs> I think Martin is right, and there's a division between, like, remember we had uh, one Jimmy Mm -hmm. Kimmel on. He's the late-night host. He hosted Mm -hmm. the Oscars a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago. And advance it. No, and did you not watch the Oscars? uh, I was very very good. That was my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) I think there is a little bit of a mixed message here, and I don't want to have it both ways, because I do think Martin is exactly right. Like, you want to talk stuff to a guy who you know can bury you then like what are you doing man but on the other hand we also look at chris rock Mm -hmm. and i think we like are the narcissism of the entire society now is like well chris rock was a was a you know was a victim because he said something and then he got assaulted like i bet that fan is thinking somewhere in his head like what's the difference between me and chris rock you're not professionally funny in a in a setting that would allow for that. You can't just yell stuff at other human beings just because they're famous and not get any pushback on that. You ain't Chris Rock, but I bet you there are a lot of fans who have blurred the lines in their own brain, at least because of social media. My words show up on that social media platform, just right. like the guy who has 10 million followers do. So we're equal. See, it is, it is a murky times now i bet that guy can justify but i think the big takeaway is if that guy's a whiz fan this is a lesson you don't bet against your own team you don't bet uh uh, against your own team and uh expect bad results i I don't even know what the bet was. i don't know what it was either but should bradley beal be allowed you know what it it probably life not knowing that it costs this guy 1300 bucks i don't know no i think this jerk probably put ten dollars on the same game parlay and bradley beal 
had five assists instead right. of seven, and that's what cost him $1,300. He didn't just put 1300 on, like, the Wizards yeah. to cover. Like, that's you not how that works. That's the type of people who get really mad right. about this type yeah. of thing because they think they have a lottery ticket in their hands. And you can't even gamble legally in Florida. So I don't know what this guy so was up to. So do you think mm. those are all mm. excellent points? But if this came down to a trial, the judge should actually be able to look at, okay, did you have $1,300 straight up on the Wizards? Uh, or <laughs> was this part of a same game parlay? <laughs> was this such a pie in the sky thing so that you didn't even, the comment wasn't even warranted? I wonder if it would come down to that. Wow, we're living in a fascinating world. This guy's gone over uh, one and a half off of some yeah. rebounds. Five <laughs> straight games. Of course, it right. was a good bat. There you go. Yeah, I'm right. going to knock the hat off. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to, oh, look at this. We're going to gamble. We have a play of the day for Tuesday. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. All right, NIT semis. I don't know why I'm doing this. I've been terrible with college basketball, so let me jump tournaments. Let me jump to the inferior tournament where North Texas is making a go of it. Minus one and a half NIT semis tonight against Wisconsin. Now, you'd expect the Wisconsin team to shut down the opponent, defensively create a boring game, but they might. But it's North Texas with the number one defense in the country, Martin. Number one. It's going to make this the rockiest of rock fights, I think. 55 points allowed per game. That's pretty low. Uh, only given a point and a half. They handed it to Oklahoma State last round. That went to overtime. They're 5-2 and two in neutral site games. They've beaten Big Ten teams before. Remember, a couple of years ago, toppled Purdue in the first round. NCAA tournament. A lot of those guys are back. Uh, look for Moulet Sissoko, the rim protector, to frustrate the Badger bigs. 63-59 final. Mean Green. Take it. Give the one and a half. Martin, what do you got? Taking the Miami Heat. I don't know if you saw the last time this team took the floor, but they lost to the Kyrie and KD-less Brooklyn Nets. And uh, I guess KD Jr., Mikael Bridges, had Udonis Haslam's hand, hands in his face. He was disgusted. He's sad. He's mm -hmm. angry. So I think they bounced back tonight against the Raptors. Uh, they're a slight underdog there. I'm taking the points. I like. I thought them to win outright uh, tonight against the Raptors. Uh, this the Ugh. Heat are a team. Everybody's kind of sneakily on the East. Like you don't want to play the. You don't want to play Miami when they get into the seventh or the sixth mm -hmm. spot. I think that's a little bit overblown. But I do think eventually they're going to round into form over this last uh, what eight nine All right, games. But of the really, season. just tell everybody. Just be careful. Check, refresh. I don't know what which the Heat. You know, you you want to look at their their team page or something wherever you find out what, where guys are sitting because this is this is the time to sit. Right. You don't want to get caught uh, with your hands down your pants unless you're me. That's a uh, that's what I like to do. Uh, check hockey. 
All right, yeah. now hold on, Dave. Oh, Dave's gonna go. Penguins. I'm gonna take the, the book. Who do you like, Jack? I feel yeah, like, first of all, did you say Malays Maloko? That's a good one, right? Boy, that's a that good name. Malays Maloko yeah. just made the short <laughs> list of 2023. I love it. Um, I am, oh, you know where they're not sitting, guys? In the NHL, that's where. These games still matter. It was heaven to sit there with uh, with your boy, your middle son, Sal, and watch the <laughs> Pens overcome the Capitals. It was a nail-biter. Yeah. Poor, poor Jack was, uh, his old man was ready to pounce and laugh in his face if the Penguins well, had blown that three, one. Two, they were up 3-2 or 2-1. Uh, three, they were up 3-0. Three, three three nothing. Nothing. They were up 3-0. And nothing. then it was 3-2. <laughs> and I said lead. to Meeple, Spaghetti and Meatballs, I'm like, let's go in there, see if uh, we can get our juju. Uh, and I think it was Spaghetti, what was it, like 10 seconds when we walked in the room that the Caps scored the tying yep. goal? <laughs> Yep. We we walked in and we we might have saw them the puck like left the, the zone on the right cross center <laughs> ice went to the zone to the left scored and then it was we just like covered our mouths and walked I never I've never seen meatballs more red we in his were life laughing we, 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 it felt like, like we an did. NBA bench when Carl Lewis was singing the anthem while covering our mouths and running around uh, got out of there uh, and then we planned to jinx it again in overtime but it never got there your Penguins won. Nah, you guys all showed some real class there, just backing out of the room real quiet, like while well, me and Jack <laughs> were uh, were down in the dumps. Um, I am going to go with a very juicy matchup. It, the, here comes the Campbell Conference. These teams are starting to really shape up and look scary. The Wild, the Avs I, are my pick to get there. But the uh, the the Vegas Knights and the Edmonton Oilers are both making some hay, both teams scoring a ton of goals. They're going head to head here, an important game for both teams in terms of seeding Vegas. The total on this game between Edmonton and Vegas tonight is wow. seven. If you go over it, the juice is plus 100 Vegas in its last, um, Seven games has gone over seven goals, four times gone under once and hit seven twice Edmonton five times in its last game oh, out of its last eight right. over seven. I say these two teams are going to have a glorious shootout. The winners, all of us, especially those of us who bet the over. I like this one. Seven Should be a is a damn. big number. You don't see seven a ton on the uh, NHL slate, but, uh, but you're seeing some like some from both these yeah. teams and league wide. You're seeing nine goal yeah, games, yeah. and yeah, it's 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 a lot All of right, fun right there now. There you go. Those are our picks. Uh, we got some mail. I, I never give out our uh, email address, but it's Ooh. hey h e y at extrapoints.com. Email us there because somebody sent us a letter, and uh, I don't know if you're gonna love this check. It's from Scott Enstrom, and the subject is pedigree snob, and he says, "Cousin Sal, when in the world will you guys call out Dave's ridiculous hypocrisy?" He goes on and on about being a pedigree snob with regard to March Madness. And yet every December, he goes on and on about how it is so wrong for a second or third or fourth SEC slash Big Ten team to be considered for the CFB playoff. He either wants the best teams competing for a title or not. As your buddy Corolla likes to say, stupid or liar. Please call him out. Scott Enstrom. Wow, Shaq. Wow. <laughs> stupid or liar. There's. Listen, people struggle with the idea of nuance. That's the world we live in. It's got to be the one extreme or the other. And the, the truth happens to lie somewhere in the middle there. Listen, I'm not saying SEC teams don't belong in the tournament. I'm saying based on the structure, the, the way the season flows, it is glorious because of the chapter book that each Saturday provides mm -hmm. us. If you lose in college football based on the structure, I like it that you now have lost control of your destiny. It same thing as I always say. 
Early 90s, the two best oh, teams on question in Thanks pro football this, Scott. the Dallas Cowboys Thanks, and San Francisco Scott. 49ers. Yeah. They didn't play in the final round. That's the way the cookie yeah. crumbles. Sometimes the best two teams aren't in are on a collision course for the final right. round. Sometimes they meet along the way. That's the answer well, to that. Sorry if you liar. Sorry liar if Alabama or Georgia if you get knocked off before the big <laughs> national tournament Martin, begins. Martin That's the way gets it, it. The point was, Shaq, you have two choices, stupid or liar. So please pick one. The answer liar, was liar. I got yeah, the answer is liar. Because I mean it might be stupid mean, though. The idea to yeah. be able to weave and wave <laughs> The uh, the tapestry of arguments that wow. they can do that does take a modicum of intelligence. I say okay, you know what I'm saying. That don't, don't be blinded by the light. You know what I'm saying. That's like when people said that, uh, like when people were saying that Trump was an idiot. I'm not comparing Dave to Trump. Why not? Saying, Trump's an it. idiot. Yeah, he still got elected yeah. president. He's got something going on up there. He's got something rolling around, rattling and you figuring it out. So Dave, uh, Dave does Shaq, have a see, level of like, Sometimes don't, don't you and Martin, your butt heads, and I know we're coming to the end of this podcast, but that's a nice compliment he just paid you. He said he said liar <laughs> and not stupid. Whereas other people might say something else. <laughs> Obviously, I, I, I blanked out after I was compared to Donald Trump. <laughs> Not the first um, time, won't be the last. I, I listen, <laughs> I stand by all my words, and I am a pedigree snob, and that's why I wish Major League Baseball would go back to the old way where it was just two pennant oh, winners and a best of nine to settle all hatch. I don't have the, the fans, old way oh, to get 12 more teams in the league. Then. Merit is there the way no to teams do it. In the league. Merit. All right. I, I support all merit. God forbid the Red Sox and Yankees are the, the two best teams in. one year in the league. We have to suffer because Sheck is going to make uh make one of them suffer and not be uh eligible for postseason play. You know how you engage? You know how you engage fans of bottom feeding teams like the Pittsburgh Pirates, mm -hmm. or for instance, we flip the script and we adopt premier league of rules. Course. We do relegation as we're ready for baseball season. Now let's bet on that. Sal, let's bet it. on who, who's going to win. Well, who's going to win one of three to five teams. We already know who, who's going to be in the mix. There's no uh, secret team that's going in baseball structure. So let's bet on who's going to be the worst of the worst. It, they're not going to actually relegate them, but well, let's pretend. I like let's, that. let's do that Thursday as uh, the season's okay. opening day. First pitch is Thursday. But so as I look at regular season wins, uh, Kansas City 68. There's some fun ones. If you go through the worst teams and oh, yeah. we try to figure out, we we wager on who's going to be the worst. Oh, I think this right. will be There's a fun like thing to track teams through 162. There's like five teams in the 67-69 uh, range. So, and Martin, you're... It'll make us pay attention to the worst teams in baseball. It'll the be the Rockies delightful. are there, the Pirates, of course, and uh, the Royals. All right, we're going to do this. I'm going to remember this for uh, Monday. Great. Sheck, uh, yeah, so there you go. So Sheck is a liar. Um, that's determined, and he worked uh, with Rosillo way back in the day. So we learned a lot today. Uh, race to 10 tonight, <laughs> Tuesday. We're taking the Pelicans over the Warriors. The Pelicans are on the road. We're going to do it with the Degenerate Trifecta tonight. We have some WrestleMania guests. Bianca Belair is on laugh lines this week and uh also we're gonna have austin theory uh later in the week so check minus three got two episodes coming up well we had one uh earlier uh, on monday with aaron nagler from cheesehead tv mm -hmm. we really a deep dove on this aaron Rodgers thing lamar jackson and the rest of it really great conversation if you if you're interested in the jets or Packers or NFC North, it's uh, it's worth your time. I think not because of me, but because you of know our he great was great. Guests. And I was listening to it. And you talk about leverage. Who has the leverage in the Jets, Rogers situation, Packers? And uh, the only thing I could think of is not us. 
because we have to talk about this nonsense all the time, no matter what the fans <laughs> and, uh, and whatever we do for a living, we don't have any leverage because we're stuck having to, um, Speculate. No, no, no! You're no, you're you're, you're, uh, you're upside down on that. Let this go on yeah, all but we summer have to talk long. About It'll it. be I don't super want to talk funny, about it, but we have to. So that that's where we lose our leverage. Martin, uh, lemon pepper parlay. You and Mark Gunnels. Mark Gunnels staring yeah. down the barrel of a cap of consequences, but also on the upside for Look, our Lakers bet. I had to let him know that he was uh, like, "Did you know that you lost?" And he was pissed. <laughs> and he's like, "Wait a minute! I didn't get this email." And he's like, "Well." It's, a different show. Uh, You're not on the rundown, I, but it's, it's right here. It says you, you know, you you lost, and he's like, "This is, you know, this is a joke." Yeah, he's right. I'm editing myself to save the guys, but this is a joke. I watch more bleep in college <laughs> basketball than anybody on this network. I'm, a, I know it, and this is the place that I'm in. And yeah. uh, true story. This happened that this happened earlier this morning. I was watching one of our our breakout videos of mm -hmm. of us, me, yep. you, and Dave. Somebody came up behind me. And uh, saw Dave on the screen, and this is a you know I did compare to Trump really. So here, take this one and, and go home with it and feel great. Somebody said, "Is that Pedro Pascal?" Oh wow! Oh like, no. well, well, well. <laughs> like, no. wow! That's Dave Damashek. Oh, I thought Pedro the salt pepper was that was it was the reason I'm getting so much. Uh, is that a younger George Clooney? <laughs> But I'll, I'll take the is Pedro that who's going to play you in the extra Very points moving? It, it's been in the back of my head like for that. a minute. It's been in the back of it since like the Last of Us episode mm -hmm. five. And then I started the game and I was like, wait, this guy right, this does look like Dave. And these guys wear the same shirt. I was like, all right. Yeah. Best one ever. There Best one ever was we would, me and the kids would go to the same diner all the time. And these two old ladies and their husbands were always in there. And they saw me like twice in a row and they finally came up to the table and they're like, we know who you are. We don't interrupt <laughs> you. You're obviously with your kids, but we just want to say we're big fans. These are very, two of very old ladies. And I'm like, who do you think we are? We're like, we know you're Bradley Cooper, Ooh, but we're not going to say anything about wow. that. <laughs> the sexiest man alive. I was like, please don't let Bradley Cooper Look ever hear this and then see a picture of me because he might it might uh, ding his self-esteem yeah, considerably. I think more Cecil, Cecil thank Cooper. You. Eddie's wow. got a great note that? in here. You got to get you a green brown jacket. You got to get, get the yeah. outfit now. The last thing ends. The last thing ends. Let's go. We got to keep. Go fight them mushroom heads, dude. We got to kill them. The difference is you cut your own hair, and Pedro Pascal probably plays $1,000 to get his hair cut. Yeah, it's not working great right. right now. But, yeah, the old lady's very upset about my uh, my hair well, cutting ability. She but anyway. knows you as a liar and not as Pedro Pascal, so maybe this will uh, – <laughs> No, I'm living exactly. in the post-apocalyptic. I got more things to worry about than my hair, All right, dude. go tend to those things. That's going to do it for another episode of Extra Points. A reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. Thank <laughs> you.